Scott Schultz doing the early morning chores here with you again on Wax 104.5. This is WAXX in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It's 5.01 a.m. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Pierce. President Trump says he might cancel a meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin because of last weekend's clash between Russian and Ukrainian warships. Trump told the Washington Post he's waiting for a full report after Russia fired on and seized three Ukrainian vessels in the Black Sea. Trump said the report will determine whether he meets with Putin at the G20 summit later this week. Nancy Pelosi is facing a key test to regaining the role of Speaker of the House today. Brian Shook reports. Democrats are scheduled to caucus and select their leadership for the next Congress. Pelosi is almost assured of getting the majority of votes to be the next speaker, but will she get the 218 Democrats needed to be named speaker after the new Congress is sworn in? Many of the incoming freshman Democrats campaigned on the promise they would not support Pelosi for speaker. She's already won over some of her critics, including Ohio Representative Marsha Fudge. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. The New York Times reports Paul Manafort's lawyer briefed President Trump's attorney on Manafort's interactions with federal investigators. Some legal experts suggest Manafort did a bid to earn a presidential pardon. The briefings inflamed tensions when federal investigators learned about the meetings. A federal judge wants Pacific Gas and Electric Company to explain any role it might have played in Northern California's deadly and destructive campfire. PG&E reported an outage around the time and place where the fire started. And the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants has passed away. Tom Roberts has more. Fifty-seven-year-old Stephen Hillenberg was diagnosed with ALS in March of last year and has reportedly died of complications from the disease. Nickelodeon tweeted sadness to hear of Hillenberg's passing, and on Tuesday, the network observed a moment of silence to honor his life and his work. Hillenberg leaves behind his wife Karen and their son Clay. Tom Roberts, NBC News Radio. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. And you have Scott Schultz doing those morning chores with you here at Wax 104.5. Here in Eau Claire, it's 12 degrees, Lacrosse 15, Marshfield 17, Green Bay 17, Rice Lake 11, Wausau 11, Madison, and Milwaukee both at 19. Today it's mostly clear and cold this morning with the temperature getting into the 20s by the afternoon. With the warmer air, though, there will come some light snow later in the day and then heavier snow possibly creating winter driving hazards are coming tonight. And uh, temperatures will continue to rise to the high 30s through the end of the week. That will bring some snow tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm Jonathan Gibbs. I'm a fourth-generation farmer. What what I would want someone to know about farming, we're not out in a bib overhauls with our pitchfork. We're normal people with the same challenges our non-farming friends and neighbors share. I mean, it's our passion. We've been given the opportunity to pursue our passion day in and day out. This motivates me to get out of bed. Watch Jonathan's story at badgerbean.com. It takes a degree in electronics just to work on your truck. You have to boot up three monitors to start planting. And watching TV? Well, that requires four different remotes. Yep, it's not the best time for people who enjoy simple. But we're doing our part to change that. Corteva AgriScience, the agriculture division of Dow DuPont, 
introduces the all-new True Choice offer. Now, this is simple. When you buy Pioneer brand seed, you earn Corteva cash that's immediately available for you to redeem at your crop protection retailer. Use that Corteva cash on more than 100 crop protection products. That's it. No waiting for a rebate, no digital fingerprinting necessary. Just a straightforward offer in an overly complicated world. Ask your local Pioneer sales representative or your crop protection retailer about True Choice. New. Simple. Now. Yes, all prizes are cash at St. Croix Casino Turtle Lake's fabulous 50s Fridays drawings. Earn entries from now until November 30th. $50 cash prizes for 10 winners at each of the 7.15, 8.15, and 9.15 p.m. drawings every Friday in November. Oops! Oh, they added an extra zero. There is a $500 cash winner at 9.45 p.m. every Friday. See the St. Croix Casino Turtle Lake Players Club for complete details. Close by at Highways 8 and 63. Celebrate Black Friday all month at Gross Motors of Nielsville, your newest Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep dealer. Get an all-new 2019 Ram Bighorn with up to $10,017 total value savings. Black Friday all month at Gross Motors of Nielsville, your newest Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep dealer, located on Highway 10 in Nielsville. Six after the hour here on Wax 104.5. Let's keep after those chores. We're going to talk to an expert again this morning, an expert that's joined us most all this month, Dr. John Gazer on our AlphaRex program. Dr. Gazer, of course, Ph.D., animal nutritionist, and performs lots of other duties for the folks at Rock River Labs, and, of course, Rock River Labs in the Colby area on our AlphaRex program. And, uh, Dr. John, as you've seen some of the crops come in as far as testing is concerned is there a cause for concern as far as the quality that we're seeing in, in some of what we're producing this past year? Bob, good day. Unfortunately, yes, there, there appears to be a little bit of a trend downward in nutritional quality with the corn crop coming off through a lot of the dairy forage growing areas this year. Uh, focusing on corn salads, is that is the crop we've seen uh, in the feedstuff where we've seen the most uh, nutritional in, or gained the most nutritional insight to this point. There appears to be uh, a drop-off in fiber digestibility and fiber potential that is probably rooted in uh, growing conditions. We had a pretty strong growing year uh, earlier this year with with plenty of heat units and moisture. And then in some areas, we unfortunately were uh, pushed back on our harvest schedule because of uh, monsoons or or record rainfall in in some spots. So that ended up uh, resulting in a, a more mature crop, which unfortunately has a little bit less fiber digestibility than would probably be ideal. Again, it's environmental, and one thing that I'm uh, looking to stress with with growers and dairies out there that maybe aren't recognizing uh, as ideal of a nutritional quality as they would have hoped is to recognize that this is not uh, not a genetics. It's it's not probably due to management, but rather due to, to Mother Nature, and also recognize that uh, you are not alone here in Wisconsin, western and northern Wisconsin. This is a phenomenon that we've recognized now having laboratories in Wisconsin, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, uh, and New York. We are seeing this from uh, pretty much the Mississippi east through the, the dairy forage growing areas. It, it's a really interesting phenomenon we're seeing this year. As we go forward then with this uh crop quality concern in our corn silage 
Do we supplement it? Do we got uh, what other products should we be looking at? Our, our other forages, maybe. Yeah, good question. What should our strategy be when, when getting into feeding this year's crop? We're also recognizing potentially an anti-nutritional component uh, to the 2018 crop. And when I say anti-nutritional, I mean uh, we're, we're recognizing a little bit higher wild yeast levels, maybe a little bit less stability. We're recognizing a little bit higher dry matter uh, or maybe lower moisture, which might mean a little bit fluffier crop. Maybe it didn't pack as well. So keep an eye on your crop from a, a stability standpoint. Watch it for heating. And then, unfortunately, we've recognized some mold and, and mycotoxin mold in this crop as well. Uh, so I'm, I'm not looking to cause the uh, and raise a panic alarm, but rather be aware. From a strategy as to how we might then deal with, with the crop, I think first understanding uh, what, what we're going to be feeding and what we're going to be dealing with, uh, understanding the nutritional value, and if there are any anti-nutritional components uh, to be concerned about, that we can at least have that information ahead of time. Uh, in terms of uh, other strategies, uh, looking out to next year, just putting my uh, 2019 forage growing and, and management hat on, uh, thinking as a uh, maybe a crop manager, we're going to want to do what we can to promote exceptional crop quality to hopefully offset maybe what 2018 corn sales, which will be feeding out the next 12 to 16 months. We're, we're going to want to put some aggressive strategies in play, uh, maybe look for more lead genetics to put in the ground next year, uh, harvest uh, maybe a little bit sooner for a little bit more uh, aggressive forage quality, bumping up that uh, total track NDF digestibility, maybe lesser uh, fiber levels, but here in the near term, if, if our corn silage quality is uh, going to be to the detriment of, of intakes and performance, we might have to cut back on forage and maybe look at some alternative uh, fiber sources in the diet, such as corn gluten feed, soy hulls, wheat mids, uh, maybe some other highly digestible non-forage feeds. Did, did you find any problems with uh, some of the alfalfa that was tested, the haylage that we tested this year, like the corn silage concerns? Yeah, another good question. So uh, I, I'm able to speak for for that uh, as I had written an article for uh, Popular Press here shortly reviewing the 2018 crop from alfalfa grass to corn salad. And uh, thankfully, the, the hay and haylage crop throughout the upper Midwest looks to be uh, at least uh, similar to, to prior years, if not slightly above average in terms of nutritional quality, le uh, lesser fiber, maybe a little bit better fiber digestibility, uh, higher relative forage quality and TTNDFD relative to prior years. So it does look like we've got a little bit better haylage quality, and that may be then another strategy to come in and offset some of the nutritional uh, challenges we might recognize with, with corn silage. If we do have inventory of a high-quality uh, alfalfa, hay, or haylage crop on farm, uh, then maybe we can come in with a little bit greater level of that back on corn silage uh, to maintain performance. Every year has its challenges, and this year no exception. Dr. John Gazer, our expert again this morning on our Alfalfa Alpharex program. Dr. Gazer, animal nutritionist, Ph.D. with Rock River Laboratories, and of course they've got a facility in Colby on our Alpharex program. Preco is hiring for positions at their Somerset and Hudson locations. Start your new career at Preco. Preco has over 40 years of experience in providing solutions for material processing needs. They're a leading designer and manufacturer of automated processing systems. Work with the best in the business. They're on the cutting edge of technology, so you'll be working with the best equipment and software. Visit them at PrecoInc.com and head to their career opportunities page to discover what they have to offer. Preco is an equal opportunity employer. Do you know 
what the number one sold furniture item is online? A mattress. Can you believe it? Wouldn't you want to try it out first before you buy it? Lay down, see how it feels, roll around a little bit. Same with the recliner. Sit on it, touch it, compare colors and fabrics. Everything you can't do online. Come to Economy Furniture and find exactly what you're looking for. Economy Furniture, rocking and reclining since 1950. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. Stop by Domini Auto Center, Highway 98 East Loyal, and on the corner of Highway 13 and County A in Dorchester, or browse their inventory online at DominiAuto.com. They have a great selection of used vehicles for work or play. Domini Auto is your small-town, friendly, family-owned and operated dealership. The Domini family serving central Wisconsin for over 40 years. Domini Auto Center, Highway 98 East Loyal, and on the corner of Highway 13 and County A in Dorchester, or on the web at DominiAuto.com. Do you need extra money for the holidays this year? Get funding that fits your lifestyle with CreditBox. Just visit CreditBox.com now to apply for instant pre-approval. CreditBox.com. Restrictions may apply. After the hour and 12 degrees here at Wax 104.5, let's have a look at some of the cash livestock markets. Fed beef steers yesterday were selling at 104 to 115 with mixed at 70 to 104. Fed beef heifers at 103 to 113 with mixed at 70 to 103. Fed Holstein steers at 83 to 89 and a half. Select and choice sold for 60 to 82. Cows were at 30 to 43 with the tops at 46 to 58. And bulls were at 40 to 70. Butcher hogs were at 33 Sows at 37 to 39. Those were the heavyweights. And the lightweight sows, 34 to 36. Heavyweight boars, 10 to 12. And lightweight boars were 15. And there were no lamb quotes. The market's brought to you by Chili Implement. When there's work to be done, you need a tractor that's built to work for you. Kubota's MX Series Utility Ag Tractors are available in two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive models. Packed with dependable Kubota diesel engines, the MX Series tractors can tackle just about any job. Right now, you can get a Kubota MX Series tractor with $0 down and 0% APR financing for up to 60 months at Chili Implement in Chile. Now through December 31st, 2018, see Chili Implement or go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. Groves Motors of Nielsville, your newest Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep dealer, celebrates Black Friday. Get a $4,500 rebate on 2019 Jeep Cherokee or 0% APR for 60 months. Plus, get $1,000 cash back or a $5,000 rebate on Grand Cherokee Limited. Gross Motors of Nielsville, your newest Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep dealer, located on Highway 10 in Nielsville. And let's have a look at those livestock futures here at Wax 104.5. Live cattle for December were selling are selling at 116.70. That's down 22. February at 120.60 is down a nickel. April at 122.57 is down 30 cents. June at 114.90 is down 40 cents. Feeder cattle for January at 148.42 are down 72. March 146 even is down 15. April 146.40 is down 7 cents. May at 146.60 is down 12 cents. August at 150.32 is down 27 cents. 
Lean Hogs, December 57.87. That's up 47 cents. February at 65.05 is down 50. April at 70.57 is down 72 cents. And May at 75.97 is down 65 cents. You know, we might not have had a live market quote for the uh, lambs, but we are going to hear all about the lamb marketing board. You know, we hear all kinds of slogans for meat, uh, the other white meat, the other this or the other that. Maybe that other meat for a lot of people is lamb. We all eat a lot of pork and a lot of beef, but what about lamb? The American Lamb Board is very busy making people aware of that. And uh, I know, Pam, whether we're here at the northern end of the Longest Barn or whether down in your area, good lamb chop is hard to beat. Absolutely, Bob. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn. And actually, trying to find that lamb may be one of the greatest challenges that today's consumers run into. Jim Percival can tell you all about it, chairman of the American Lamb Board. And they just wrapped a study on what's going on with consumption in the United States and U.S. lamb. And it looks like if Americans can find it, they prefer it. The American Lamb Board is the checkoff board for American sheep and lamb production. Uh, Our mission is to create demand for American lamb throughout the United States and export. And we also do research and education uh, for consumers and for producers about American lamb. Right now, where does the majority of our sheep and lamb product go? Uh, the majority of our our sheep and lamb, especially produced here in the United States, stays here in the United States and is consumed uh, by Americans. Uh, we have a small amount of export, but the vast majority of our lamb is consumed here in the U.S. A lot of times when we think of lamb products, a lot of consumers think of lamb from other places on the globe. So what makes U.S. lamb different? That's a great question. We've done uh, several studies uh, with our consumers and found that over 70% of Americans prefer lamb from the U.S. And there's uh, several reasons for that. One is taste. Um one is freshness. Uh, the size of our cuts tends to be a little bit different, and the tenderness. So we're very, uh, very particular about our lamb here in the U.S., and we found that the majority of the Americans like our lamb better, which is a great thing. You recently did a study about kind of that consumer perception of U.S. lamb. So besides finding that they prefer U.S. lamb, what else have you found? Well, there's some really exciting news uh, because we found that there's definitely a growing interest in lamb, especially among the consumer segments um, that we've been targeting, the millennials and the thoughtful eaters and the infrequent lamb eaters have all increased their, uh, their consumption of lamb, and it's a positive trend line. We did studies in 2006. 2011 and in 2018 and the data shows that the demand for American lamb is definitely growing each one of those studies showed it's getting better every time we do 
every time we, we talk to our consumers. During the study, was it looked upon why more consumers in the U.S. are wanting to consume more lamb? Part of what we're looking at is through our target groups, and one of those target groups is the millennials, and they tend to be adventurous eaters. They want something different. They want something with a little bit different taste, and um, lamb fits that bill. It's, it's a premium protein, and it feeds the adventurous side of, of folks that want just something that's a little bit different, and, and lamb meets that need. And what are some of the biggest barriers of people when you looked at this survey of why they maybe aren't the biggest buyers of lamb or eaters of lamb? Uh, the biggest barrier, price is still the largest barrier um, for consumers to purchase more lambs at the grocery store. The lack of availability, um, still there are, you know, sometimes you can have a, a hard time finding lamb at your local grocery um, you know, we are less than 1% of, of the meat case. Sometimes you have to ask your butcher, and, and we found that more people are actually going to their butcher and saying, hey, I'd like some American lamb, and, um, you know, we're meeting the needs that way. And one of the other things is, is sometimes people are still a little bit, scared about cooking lamb because it is is more expensive they don't want to make a mistake but that's one of the great things that the american lamb board does is really works for easy recipes uh one of my favorite things to do is to grill it just like you would grill a uh steak or a or a pork chop grill lamb on the on the uh grill and it's a wonderful dish just for a quick tip, what is the correct temperature you need to have lamb for it to be tender and delicious? Well, um, you know, a lot of people look at lamb and, you know, some people will tell you cook it just like you would cook your steak. But I like to cook it to about 145 degrees, which is medium rare. And that's how I enjoy it. But, um, you know. You can cook it however you, however you like your other meats cooked. You can cook lamb the same way. You mentioned that a lot of grocery stores may not always have lamb ready available for a lot of the consumers. Is this because we need more lamb grown in the U.S., or, or do we have enough of that already and it's just more that price? Well, one of the things that we need to do is work with our producers to produce more lamb. Um, Less than 50% of the lamb consumed in the U.S. is American lamb. Uh, so we are still importing a lot of lamb from Australia and New Zealand. And so one of the things that we do, um, working with our partners and working with our producers, is try to uh, make sure that we're meeting that demand. But, you know, we need our producers to produce more lamb. And from the survey results... You also found that the consumers want to know where their product is coming from. So how are you going to be using that, knowing that knowledge? Well, one of the critical things we do is work with our partners to get the word out about the American producer. And a lot of times, if you go on to uh, electronic media, uh, go on to Facebook and some of the other things, um, people are blogging about the American farmers and 
the American farm families and how we go about producing the lamb. And you can get a virtual farm tour um, to see where the lamb's coming from and to understand what it takes um, for for folks to get that lamb from uh, when it's born here on our farms all the way to how it gets to you in the grocery store. And how can our farmers use this information to better connect with consumers? Well, I think one of the things that we're really proud of is the, the direct marketing that a lot of our people are doing. And they can, any of our producers can go to the uh, American Land Board to our website um, and get information. The other thing that we are doing is we have a toolkit uh, for direct marketers that they can use that gives them uh, ideas and information as to how to connect directly with the consumer. Now, you mentioned that this survey showed that more of the U.S. population is interested in purchasing and consuming lamb products from the U.S., but what would you say to those consumers that are still kind of on the fence on wanting to try lamb from the U.S.? Um, I would tell them, just try it. Um, There are so many different and easy things to do uh, with lamb. Uh, Try a lamb burger. Get some ground lamb and, and make a lamb burger just like you would or uh, make lamb tacos. If you're, if you're a little bit hesitant about, you know, the, do you really want to try, try tacos? Or lamb chili is one of my favorite things. Um, there's so many different ways to enjoy lamb um, and to enjoy that great, rich taste um, that, you know, you, you don't have to start with, you know, a leg of lamb recipe. Try try any of those different ways. That was Jim Percival, chairman for the American Lamb Board. And a recent survey they conducted found that 70% of Americans prefer U.S. lamb and want more of it, which is great news for our U.S. sheep producers. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm farm assistant Jenna Lee. Lamb, so misunderstood. Um, every time I've talked about lamb with people, it seems... There's always some old serviceman who said, I ate mutton on that ship and I'm not going to eat it anymore. Well, good lamb, as you heard there, isn't just that old mutton. It's some good stuff. We'll be hearing from Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock in a few minutes. Get unbiased results to choose the best seed for your fields from the Independent First Test. I'm Shannon Latham, talking first soybean results from Wisconsin. New Latham 2638 was the top performer for the GT27 category in the Arlington All-Season Test, topping 70 bushels. And two Latham numbers, 2539R2 Extend and 2482R2, produced over 80 bushels in Wisconsin South. See it all at LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wisconsin. It's 529 and we have Rocky at 
Premier Livestock over there. How are you doing this morning, Rocky? Good. Hey, a nice little uh, poll for the uh, lamb market. Yeah. Uh, so I just uh, thought I might mention we have two champion fair lambs that uh, are at Pinter's Meats that we need to get sold for some uh, kids. We bought their fair animals. We need to sell two lambs that are completely processed. If somebody's interested, give us a call. Boy, you can't beat that. Yeah, I thought I'd better get that plug in quick. <laughs> right. All right. Tell us about what you're doing over there these days. Uh, thank you, Scott. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how the week shaped up so far here at Premier Livestock. Uh, market steadied a little stronger on those fed cattle. Uh, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 84 to 89. We did have a top at 92. Uh, select 68 to 83. Your choice beef steers and heifers traded from 102 to 109. Uh, those selects 85 to 101. Market cows high yielding, 46 to 55. Most of the cows traded 35 to 45. Market bulls high yielding, 60 to 70. Those low yielding bulls below 55. Organic market cows sold on Mondays, uh, high-yielding organic 65 to 77, those lower-yielding 48 to 64. Newborn Holstein bull calves, uh, mostly 20 to 85. We did have a few over $100 on Monday. Holstein heifer calves, 20 to 65, with your beef calves, 75 to 3 and a quarter. Uh, yesterday, we did have our special feeder cattle auction. We did sell over 750 head of feeder cattle, and we did have around 100 head of bred stock cows. Most of the bred stock cows bring in 550 to 1,000. Uh, those beef feeders, mostly 120 to 150. Holstein feeder steers uh, did trade on a quite a bit higher market yesterday. Uh, most of them bring in 75 to 95 cents. Uh, today, Wednesday, we have our dairy cattle auction. We do have three complete dairy herd dispersals. We have a herd of Holstein freestall cows. A few crosses in there, a couple in red and whites. They're going to have a 72-pound tank average and a 75 cell count. We also got a herd of uh, Holstein tie stall cows. Uh, they're going to be a Jersey, Jersey cross, Swiss and Swiss cross, grazing herd. Uh, they're going to be milked in a tie stall barn also. So got some really nice spring and heifers in today. And if you're looking for breeding bulls, we got some fancy registered breeding bulls coming off a top shelf dairy and they got deep pedigrees. Uh, full listing online on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com or you can call us at Premier 715-229-2500 and just mark it down in your calendars. Don't forget, uh, if you guys got machinery to consign, please give us a call today. Get that machinery uh, listed for our machinery sale on December 12th. Uh, so mark that in your calendars. And, Scott, that's the way it shaped up. Excellent. Get a hold of Rocky over there if you want some lamb, too. All right. I'm looking uh, to hear from you soon, Scott. So <laughs> we're going right. to get one of, them, one of them marked to you. So. <laughs> you bet you. Hey, All right. Okay. That's, that's a, a little pun there, that yep. it's marked you. <laughs> no, it's lamb. Yeah, yeah. So. All right. Scott, hey, that is a pretty good one. Hey, I'm a little slow, but now I just caught that. Good job. <laughs> All right. You See have you. a good day. You too. Thanks, Raggy. And let's hear what Morgan has to tell us over in the newsroom. Morgan, were the stars shining when you came in this morning yet? They were very nice and bright out there up in the sky. Surely, indeed. Beautiful morning. Little uh, glittery, as they say. Glittery is a good word. Yes, absolutely. We'll get started with some news. Good morning. Now, here's what we know today. A Den County man who was shot by police is pleading guilty to burglary and fleeing from deputies. Police say 23-year-old Reese Diesterhoff led them on a chase through Dunn in Eau Claire counties back in August that ended with him stepping out of his vehicle with a weapon. A deputy shot and wounded Diesterhoff, but he survived his injuries. He'll be sentenced in February.
An update is two men are facing charges in connection with reports of shots fired. We've been following this story this week, and John DeMaster brings us details from our 715 newsroom. Officers responded to the 1100 block of Meridian Heights Drive on a report of gunshots. The suspect drove away from the area and was stopped by police where he was taken into custody. He faces additional charges of drunk driving, driving with a revoked license, and failure to install an ignition interlock device. I'm John DeMaster. There was a gun found in one man's pocket and a handgun found under his seat as well. Police say a crash was caused by a medical emergency. That happened yesterday evening after a man lost control of his vehicle and went through a parking lot brewery on Madison Street here in Eau Claire before smashing into a fence at a nearby home. Officials say the fence and home were damaged. The driver was taken to the hospital with minor injuries, but no one else was hurt. There was some busy uh, coffee drinking going on in the later hours around City Council meeting table yesterday, but we have these notes as city budget is finalized and several other ordinances are going into effect after a marathon council meeting. They lowered the penalty for first-time marijuana possession to a dollar and allow residents to keep up to five chickens in their backyard for eggs. We'll have a full listing of those notes online at 715newsroom.com. And hunters bagged points for safety this year as the latest numbers show that the gun season is the safest on record. John King with the DNR says three hunters were treated for non-fatal gunshot wounds this season, but no one died. DNR doesn't have a final count of deer permits for this year, but they say as many as 570,000 hunters in the state could have taken to the fields during the last deer season. So to congrats to those who brought big ones home. I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date on Wax 104.5. Thanks a lot, Morgan, and it's nice and sparkly out there, but you know, it's kind of cool too, isn't it? <laughs> it is a little chilly out there. Those temperatures are actually in the single digits for a few locations right now, but fortunately we do see things warming up a bit later on today. So yeah, if you are heading out early, make sure you bundle up. Single digits in Eau Claire, as well as a couple other spots in the Chippewa Valley. And we've got a clear sky. You can see some of those clouds, or excuse me, some of those stars rather, uh, early this morning. We'll see temperatures rising into the upper 20s though later today. Clouds do increase pretty quick ahead of a system that arrives from the west bringing uh, some light snow later this evening, but mostly during the overnight hours. Now we can expect one to two inches for most of the Chippewa Valley down in the Cooley region, possibly just a trace, maybe an inch at most. Most of the system exits by early Thursday, but there still could be a few lingering showers, especially to the north later in the day tomorrow. Now afternoon highs tomorrow will be closer to freezing. That's much closer to average, what we typically see for the last couple of days of November. Heading into the weekend though, we continue to see those temperatures fairly comfortable. Friday looks dry, temperatures in the 30s, but for Saturday and Sunday, even though we will be around the freezing mark or slightly above, we could see some wet snow or a wintry mix. That system starts to exit heading into next work week. And, of course, temperatures cool back down. So those first few days of December only expect temperatures to top out in the 20s with some cloudy conditions. It's cold right now, though, 9 degrees with a mostly clear sky in Eau Claire. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Drew Williams. Thanks a lot, Drew, and you stay bet. warm out there. It, it's going to get warm. It's going to feel warm with temperatures in the 30s. But for now, man, it is cold. Single digits. No, and, thank you. And we're giving up on that breeze a little bit. The wind is going to slow down. Right. Uh, pretty much calm wind right now for most locations. So even though it is technically colder right now than it's been the last couple of mornings, it honestly doesn't feel as bad. We saw wind chills even sub-zero for a few spots this time yesterday. Right now there's basically no wind chill so even though it is in the low teens and single digits it feels warmer relatively <laughs> relatively okay right. thanks a lot drew <laughs> you bet, drew Scott. williams over at skywarren 13
Superior Gas Service of Marshfield. Now's a great time to give Superior Gas in Marshfield a call. Looking to build a new home or update your furnace system? Check out the advantages and savings of using clean, burning, safe, and effective LP gas from Superior Gas in Marshfield. Great service for over 60 years, plus 24-hour emergency service and budget plan financing. Nothing beats the comfort and economy of propane gas, and no one beats the dependable service offered by Superior Gas in Marshfield. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. Celebrate Black Friday all month at Gross Motors of Nielsville, your newest Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep dealer. Get an all-new 2019 Ram Bighorn with up to $10,017 total value savings. Black Friday all month at Gross Motors of Nielsville, your newest Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep dealer. Located on Highway 10 in Nielsville. The Master Force Brushless Drill and Driver gives up to one and a half times the battery life. And who doesn't love time and a half? The 20-volt Brushless Drill, part of the Master Force Cordless Tool Solution, Master Force, available at Menards. 5.38 a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Scott Schultz doing the morning chores yet with you. Let's look at the grain and dairy markets. Soybean trade is up and down in anticipation of trade talks with China Friday at the G20 meetings. Corn for December is at 357, that's unchanged. Oats for December at 272 is up to. Those soybeans for January are at 875 at the moment unchanged. Soybean meal is for December at $305 a ton, that's up 10 cents. Wheat for December at 495 is down too. The country elevator prices, Arcadia for the corn is 317. Corn Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek is at 288. At Osseo, it's 293. Stevens Point, 307. Elk Mound, 294. Sparta, $3. Ellsworth, 272. And the ethanol plants, Boyceville, it's at 309. Stanley at 307. And New Richmond at 297. On the soybean side, the country elevators at Countryside Elevators at Baldwin, Durand, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, and Osseo, all are at 760. Stevens Point has 759. Elk Mound, 769. Sparta, 770. Ellsworth, 750. On the dairy side of things, the cheese barrels yesterday closed at 125. That was up one. 40-pound blocks at 135.5 are up a half. Butter at 221.5 is down 1.5. The futures for Class 3 dairy, November at 1449 is up 1. December at 1404 is down 5. January at 1424 is up 2. February at 1458 is up 1. March at 1488 is up 1. And it looks like the prices are down through the rest of 2019. 
The market's brought to you by Bobcat Plus. Bobcat Plus, Chippewa Falls, and Osseo. Tough jobs demand tough equipment. Bobcat loaders from Bobcat Plus answer the challenge for those tough jobs. Like the new M-Series loaders. More power, more performance, more comfort. There's a Bobcat loader that's perfect for your job. But don't just take my word on it. Hi, this is Bob Bosold. See the compact material handling equipment experts at Bobcat Plus and let their specialists show you the growing lineup of Bobcat equipment. Visit Bobcat Plus in Butler, Waukesha, De Pere, Appleton, Osseo, or Chippewa Falls. Bobcat Plus. Working the state of Wisconsin, one customer at a time. At Egg Country Farm Credit Services, it is our mission to serve agriculture in rural America. As a farmer-owned cooperative, our team is firmly committed to the success of the farmers, ranchers, and agribusinesses we serve. Hi, this is Mark Nisley, President and CEO of Egg Country. During this holiday season, our team would like to say thank you to everyone involved in the business of producing food, fiber, and fuel that we rely on every day. From all of us at Ag Country, have a safe and happy holiday season. Nineteen before the hour here at Wax 104.5. Let's get the Equity Altoona report from Mark Koger and perhaps Jerry Fitzgerald will give us a call after that for the Stratford report. Lions back sold your equity to an auction market on Tuesday, the 27th of November. Choice beef steers and heifers selling from 90 to a dollar to high yielding. Choice and prime Holstein steers 84 to 88. We topped at 90.75. Choice Holstein steers 76 to 84 with your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 76 and down 20 percent of the slaughter cows. Here on Tuesday, selling from 44 to 48. We topped at 51, 50, 60 percent of the cows selling from 30 to 44 with 20% of the cows selling 30 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Tuesday selling from 50 to 60, thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls and lightweight bulls, all severely discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves here on Tuesday weighing 95 pounds and up, selling mostly 10 to $50 with a few above. Uh, your light and poor quality calves selling 10 and down, Holstein heifer calves, no quote. Quick reminder, special feeder sale this coming Friday, the 30th of November. We're expecting uh, 600 head of cattle here at the sale. A lot of good beef kids consigned to that sale. Also some nice Holsteins. For more information on that sale, you can call us here at the market at 715-835-3104 or go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out our early consignments. Now, this is Mark Koger from the Equity L2 Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on the telephone. And Jerry and I were just talking. I said it's it's a cool morning. And Jerry said, no, it's not a cool morning, Scott. It's a cold morning. Good morning, Scott. <laughs> it's a cold morning. It's it, But it is, you know, it's late November. and But you think this should be January weather, huh? Well, I guess it's all relative. So I don't <laughs> even know what the... I don't know what the record low is, but I'm thinking we're a ways <laughs> off of that. So, but uh, yep. uh, kind of nice weather forecast there. Uh, um, you know, in the higher 20s, and always a little chance of snow. But uh, and uh, before we do the the livestock numbers, I was just listening before when you were talking about the uh, milk futures. Boy, not a very bright picture there, is there? No, it isn't. It really isn't. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, anyway, what we'll do, uh, Scott, is we will. Uh, uh, recap the first couple of days here at Equity Stratford. So if that's all right with you, we'll go ahead with that. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, Scott. Thank you. And good morning, everyone. And like I said, uh, a market summary here for the first uh, two market days here at Equity Stratford. On the uh, market cow this week, uh, 
we have seen some improvement on the cows as compared to earlier in the month here with the uh, high-yielding, good, fleshy uh, beef and Holstein cows. They're selling from 45 to 54. We have topped out this week on the cow market up to 56.5. The uh, majority of the cows uh, this week so far, your average flesh dairy cows selling from 36 to 45. Thinner, plainer cows, uh, they are below 35. On the market, bulls and most of the better quality bulls are selling between 50 and 68. Lighter bulls, uh, 45 and below. On the fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers, 72 to 87. Select and underfinished cattle, uh, $70 and below. On the calf market, uh, again in this uh, very cold weather, buyers very very selective on quality and. Uh, the better quality 85, 220-pound Holstein bull calves are selling mostly from uh, 30 to 85. Replacement Holstein heifer calves, very limited demand, 20 to 70. Good quality beef calves continue to be in good demand, 150 up to 325 on those top quality black calves. And again, like I said, in this very cold weather, these young, immature, uh, lighter, lighter weight calves, very little demand, $20 and below. Now, today, Wednesday here in Stratford, uh, market auction will get underway this morning at 10 a.m. We will start with overnight delivered market cows. Also selling this morning will be uh, fat cattle and uh, market bulls at 11 o'clock, sheep, hog, and goats, and at, followed at 11.30 by the baby calves. Noon today will be the feeder auction here in Stratford. We've got a nice lineup of feeder cattle for that auction today, including uh, we have a very fancy consignment of 20 Holstein feeder steers, they're going to weigh around 800, fully vaccinated. Other consignments of Holsteins and beef cattle, like I said, a nice run of feeder cattle, that will start at noon here today in Stratford. And keep in mind, uh, one week uh, from today, goodness, that's December 5th already, one week from today, special bred beef cow sale here in Stratford. We've got a very uh, good lineup of cattle, including the consignment of 50 Black Angus beef cows, bred for spring calving, Full vaccination program. Also, other consignments are crossbred and uh, beef uh, Angus cows. Again, that sale will be next Wednesday, so keep that in mind for that. And then, of course, regular marketing week continues tomorrow here in Stratford with the sale at 11. Again, folks, you can view all this information on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, and our phone number here is 715-687-4101. Scott, that's what we have this morning. Um, you stay warm, and, uh, well, uh, I guess maybe tomorrow morning will be a little warmer. What is it? Drew was talking about yeah. close to 30 today, huh? Uh, Mid-30s even uh, coming up here, and a little bit of snow coming again. Though, How much snow did you get yesterday over that way? I was driving that way. Uh, and... Just about enough to cover the ground. Uh, no big deal, but it was kind of It's just one of those days where, you know, if you didn't have to go outside, it was probably a good reason not to. <laughs> And you needed your ear lappers all day. So tell me, by the way, Jerry, if you are, are you okay uh, coming into December? If it's nine or five degrees, then well, okay I guess there's nothing that? we can do about it. It's uh, you got to look at it this way, you know. Um, how many days till spring? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that's math. I'm not doing that. You're the okay. Well, five. then uh, I suppose I better not tell you either. There's how many shopping days do we have left till Christmas? You know. Oh, uh, that that I should know because I have to do some some gathering of gifts there yet. But it's not oh, well, Christmas Eve, so I'm safe yet. Are you like a lot of the other people, online shopper? Or no, I run around in the last twelve hours. <laughs> I'm I'm not oh, a, well. I'm not a pre shopper. So. 
Well, anyway, Scott, you enjoy the day, and we will uh, be back here tomorrow morning, and I thank you much. Thank you, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over at Equity Stratford. And now let's hear from Pat Micklow. From Central Live Stock at the Zimbrota Market, this is Pat Micklow. Taking a look at the results from their Monday auction in the feeder cattle division, we had beef steers in 350 to 600 pounds from $1.06 to $1.20 with the 6 to 800 pounds, 87 to $1.03. Beef heifers, 350 to 600 pounds, 65 to $1.24, with the 6 to 800 pounds from 58 to 96. We had Holstein feeder steers, 4 to 600 pounds, bringing 50 to 88. 6 to 800 pounds brought 40 to 73. At the Fed cattle auction, beef steers were topping at $1.05 to $1.15, with the beef heifers up to $1.04 to $1.13. We had dairy steers ranging 83 to 89.50 and the dairy cross steers no test. Market cows traded mostly from 35 to 58 and we had market bulls from 40 to 70. At the baby calf auction, calves 95 to 125 pounds, they were bringing from 10 to $60, 150 to 250 pounds from 35 to 75 and the beef calves, they range from 10 to $90 per hundredweight. Looking at the hog division, we had market hogs trading at 33 with the light sows at 35 to 36, heavy sows 37 to 39, heavy weight boars at 12, and the lightweight boars bringing 15. And that's a look at the markets from Central Livestock at the Zambroda Market. Gross Motors of Nielsville, your newest Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep dealer, celebrates Black Friday. Get a $4,500 rebate on 2019 Jeep Cherokee or 0% APR for 60 months. Plus, get $1,000 cash back or a $5,000 rebate on Grand Cherokee Limited. Gross Motors of Nielsville, your newest Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep dealer. Located on Highway 10 in Nielsville. take a look at some of the things coming up here at Wax 104.5 and one of the one of them is the Cooley Grazier Network will have its November pasture walk tomorrow November 29th at the Stephen Pat Kling farm on Wilson Road near Taylor the Klings have been milking Holsteins and have been grazing since the early 90s on their western Jackson County farm uh, there's be a light lunch at noon and the pasture walk will start at 1 p.m. The UW Discovery Farms Conference is coming up December 12th at the Glacier Canyon Conference Center in Wisconsin Dells. Uh, get a hold of the UW Discovery Farms at uwdiscoveryfarms.org or call them at their Pigeon Falls office, 715-983-5668 for information. And a toy show and micro mini tractor pull is coming up, hosted by the Black River Falls FFA alumni. That's the 27th annual event on Sunday, December 27th. That show will be from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Black River Falls High School West Gym. And let's hear a report on what's going on with the late soybean harvest with soybean state soybean specialist. 
Sean Conley. It's time again to talk crops here on Wax 104.5. I'm Scott Schultz. Today with State Soybean Specialist Sean Conley. Today's soybean update brought to you by the State Soybean Association and the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Scott. Say, uh, we were talking a couple of days ago about um, what farmers should be doing these days and uh, out in those soybean fields. And one of the main things I think maybe uh, you mentioned might be getting the crop off the field. It's getting to be kind of time, isn't it? That's right, Scott. If you look across the state of Wisconsin, there is still a significant number of acres left to be harvested across the state, north to south, east to west. And a couple of main key factors for that were, number one, was the fact that soybeans were really stuck in that 16 to 18% uh, moisture regime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, farmers really didn't want to have to pay the significant dockage that uh, elevators are, are putting on on those soybeans in 2018. They're kind of just letting them sit and, and hopefully dry down in the field. And the other point out there is a lot of fields were very wet, so looking for that ground to physically freeze. So they wouldn't be able to rot it up or, and be able to get the grain cuts across in those fields. But now that the snow is flying, and uh, I think it's really important farmers quickly finish off those last little bits of soybean acres across the state. And mainly for two reasons. Again, the number one reason is they're really not going to dry down that much more um, than where they currently are. Uh, number two, as we all know, we get any more significant snowfalls. We're not going to be able to harvest those because of how deep that snow is when we buy two, three, or four nodes. Mm-hmm. And certainly, if we go out there and the soybeans themselves are frozen and we don't have a combine set up correctly, not only might we get some dockage associated with a high moisture, but we start causing more issues with splits and uh, we might see some grading issues at, at the elevator as well that would give you even more dockage on top of where we are in terms of moisture. So I strongly encourage growers get out there, get those things off the field, but be careful in the harvesting process where you don't have a whole bed full of splits and also have high moisture and really get a big dockage on that on that elevator check when you get it back. All right, Sean Conley telling us get on out there in the soybean fields and get those cro- the soybeans into the bins. It's getting late and uh, he also mentioned, by the way, do it safely. That's it for me today on the chores on Wax 104.5. If you're out there, out and about today, be sure you do everything safely, especially out there on those farms. We'll see you tomorrow. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Co-op. Lisa New 2019 Jeep Cherokee V6 Limited 4x4 for only $2.99 a month at ChilsonMotors.com.